Most of us know you can't trust politicians, but every once in a while, one of them will come along and give you hope. Somebody like Jose Huizar. He grew up in a working-class Latinx neighborhood in Los Angeles, but then turned on the community that supported him. From Neon Hum Media and LA Taco, and hosted by Mariah Castaneda, Smokescreen's newest season, The Sellout, is out now, and it tells the story of Jose Huizar, a politician arrested by the FBI for allegedly operating a criminal enterprise out of City Hall and is now awaiting trial. Check out this clip here. So, there used to be this big event that happened once a year in downtown LA, and it was called Night on Broadway. Broadway cuts right through the middle of downtown. And for a long time, it's been this kind of historical looking street. It's got a ton of theaters with their original vintage marquees. For Night on Broadway, the theaters would open up to the public with free shows. And no matter where you looked, you'd see these posters with a very familiar face on them. Here's Raquel Zamora. And his name was everywhere, like Jose Huizar, Night on Broadway, Jose Huizar, and his picture was everywhere. Jose Huizar, the city council member for this one district in Los Angeles, CD14, he grew up in a neighborhood called Boyle Heights, right across the river from downtown LA. Huizar was the first Mexican immigrant elected to LA city council. He was known for being charismatic, a bit narcissistic, and eventually for alleged corruption. So we saw it was out here like cuddling up with developers and multinational real estate corporations. Like they were living it up and selling out the hood as the rest of us were left to fend for ourselves, you know, and had real implications of basically his laziness. In 2008, we saw it hatched a plan to restore Broadway to its former glory or whatever. At that time, Broadway was pretty much the only part of downtown that was in CD14. And he was kind of obsessed with it. Totally nostalgic for what it used to be. Broadway was the mecca for shopping for Latinos, uh, including myself as a kid. This is actually, we said, talking about Broadway. In an interview he did in 2015 with Neon Hum executive producer Shara Morris. I recall going to Broadway to do back-to-school shopping. It was our entertainment area. I mean, I lived that era of Broadway where largely Latino immigrants roamed the streets of Broadway. And we still do, but not in as large numbers as we used to. But back then, this was a place where, you know, Latino immigrants from all over the region would come and do shopping and, and be entertained at one of the 12 historic theaters. But Wissad didn't want to bring back the Broadway that he'd grown up with, the one where Latinx workers went to buy work clothes and parents shopped for quinceanera dresses. Not that Broadway. Nope. Wissad's Broadway was going to be cool, hip, and attract a whole lot of people with deep pockets. Here he is again. People have used the G word, gentrification, for Broadway and the efforts that we are doing. But, you know, gentrification, as defined, in my view, is when you push out a demographic of people to make way for new people to come in. On Broadway, there's just so much vacancy. There's so much space to allow growth in whatever demographic may be. So for years, Broadway has kind of been this Latinx shopping district. And it seems like Wisad is saying it doesn't exist anymore. 
He's saying that if we redevelop Broadway, it's not gentrification because there's no one to displace. It's a pretty bold statement. But lots of the businesses were still there, and so were their customers. Here's Richard Shave and his wife, Kim Cooper. They're a couple who advocate for preservation of historic buildings in Los Angeles. They run a company called Esoteric Tours. Jose Wizar created the Bringing Back Broadway initiative, which was, uh, in my opinion, a complete ruse because it was supposed to study the economic potential of Broadway, which has never been in question. A retail space, rental space on Broadway on the ground floor was, was one of the highest in the city. And all of the businesses that were up and down Broadway, they weren't very cool and they weren't very hip. They were pretty old school. But remember, that wasn't the Broadway we said was trying to bring back. He wasn't pouring money into attracting those kinds of businesses back to Broadway. Instead, we said wanted brand name restaurants. Some person might want to go there and buy their quinceanera dress. Another person's going to go to Umami Burger. You know, where a burger and fries cost like 15 bucks. They're the kind of copy and paste places you can find literally anywhere in the USA. The kind of place where you step inside and you feel like you're everywhere and nowhere all at once. Down the street is the, one of the you know, most famous hamburgers around right now. Someone else may go to the Million Dollar Theater for one of our newly reopened and refurbished uh, historic theaters in the area. The thing is, Wisad wasn't even that successful in filling up Broadway with umami burger-type businesses. Some of them moved there, but what actually happened was the street ended up with a bunch of empty storefronts. Kim Cooper from Esoteric Tours. You know, Broadway is so freaking precious, and it's, it's a ghost town now. What was a thriving, beautiful district. The big plan Wisad had for Broadway wasn't just about the businesses. He wanted a full trolley to run up and down Broadway. It was initially supposed to cost $100 million, and then $125 million, then more than $325 million. It would have been a big project. They were basically going to have to rip up a busy downtown street. It was baffling to a lot of people. Oh, my God, that dumb, stupid money racket Broadway trolley thing with all the problems in L.A. and everything that needs to be done. Let's build a trolley in a part of L.A. nobody goes to. Are you effing kidding me? Yeah, so that's Zumadog. He was kind of a watchdog for the city council back around 2010. He wasn't the only one asking questions. Lots of people at the time didn't understand why, considering all the problems downtown was facing, why Broadway needed this shiny new toy. It might be because it was the kind of attraction that we sad hoped would convince rich people to move to Broadway. Actually, the plan was for a developer to partially finance the trolley. A company called Shenzhen Hazens agreed to donate $750,000 to the trolley and threw in about a half a million to bringing back Broadway itself. The donations were a part of an agreement with the city to get the developers two skyscrapers built. That agreement was legal. One way for big projects to get built is for developers to donate some money to a city project or city-approved charity. Tit for tat. But there's another way to get big projects built in Jose Wisad's downtown Los Angeles. Bribery. Shenzhen Hazens allegedly did that too. And soon the FBI was going to be onto them. FBI agents left Jose Wizar's office this afternoon with a lot of boxes. Possible evidence 
Former LA City Council member Jose Huizar has pleaded not guilty to charges alleging that he ran a multi-million dollar real estate scheme right out of City Hall. I mean, for God freaking sakes, you know, he would run for office coming out in the charro outfit on the horse, like, you know, the Messiah, you know, of the Mexican people. But then we found out he wasn't the only criminal. So there's obviously a systematic issue. Jose Huizar is nothing. Jose Huizar is the top layer of the epidermis of a cancer that goes to the bone. This is The Sellout. I'm Mariah Castaneda. Subscribe now. Be sure to subscribe and listen to Smokescreen, The Sellout, wherever you get your podcasts.